You're listening to Destined Women Ministries, the podcast. Enjoy. It is 5 a.m. on a Monday, and we are here for a word from the Lord. God bless you for showing up and wanting to hear what thus saith the Lord today. I am so grateful for another day. I'm so grateful for God and his faithfulness. I'm just grateful. In general, God is so good. God is so faithful and he loves us. He loves us through everything. He loves us through our struggles, through our mess, through our mistakes, through the ups, through the downs, on our best days and on our worst days. He loves us when we are kind of ignorant to some things and he loves us even when we gain that knowledge. The love, it just never changes whether we know or we don't know Um, before we get the understanding and after we get the understanding. God loves us. And that is just such a beautiful revelation. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would just um, tear down every wall and um, do all the work necessary to allow you to be able to experience and enjoy and feel the love of God all over you, all over your life. Um, Not just today, but over all the years that you've been alive. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Hallelujah. And he is present. Hallelujah. 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 And he is moving. I just see pregnancies, y'all. Okay. I just saw, I, I started seeing people pregnant and it, um, the Holy Spirit just took over my tongue. Hallelujah. So some of y'all are going to get pregnant. Um, I'm sure some of you are already pregnant, but for those of you who are trying Start thanking God that, yes, you are finally going to have your baby. I'm so excited for you um, to move on into this season. Or if you're trying to have more children, I'm happy for those of you who say, you know what? We're trying for that boy. Hallelujah. I'm thankful. Glory to the name of the Lord. You're going to get your son. And for those of you who say we want a daughter or we just want a baby in general, it doesn't matter. I am so grateful to the Lord that you are going to get your baby. God is good and he's faithful. And he told the man and the woman to be fruitful and multiply, replenish and subdue the earth. So this is the will of God and the blessing that is upon marriage. So I speak those same words of our heavenly father over you today. Be fruitful and multiply. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have dominion in this earth. Glory to the name of the Lord um, by the spirit of the living God. Amen. Amen. God said concerning the Holy Spirit that this promise is for you and your children and for as many as the Lord should call from generation on to generation and generation. And that's in the second chapter of Acts. And I just thank the Lord for that promise. So you can start thanking God that your children are already sanctified. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So glory to God for all of you who are going to be having those babies. I do love to have those pictures. When y'all send me pictures of your new babies, I enjoy it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for showing. Honorary Auntie T. Dot. Okay. Hallelujah. Okay. So this is an amazing season that we're in. Wait, did I pray? Because I just feel like I went all... Father, thank you for this lesson, Lord Jesus. We pray that you speak to us. Um, We're listening to you, God. (laughs) Have your way in Jesus' name. You're so holy, so perfect, so pure, and we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Okay, 
Thank you, Jesus. So this is a new you. Glory to God. This is what the Lord um, brought to mind when it came time for, um, you know, me to get this lesson together and whatever the Lord wants me to speak to you about this week. It was a new you. Can you imagine that God does not want you to stay the same way that you are, but that in his sovereign, perfect will for your life, you are supposed to become new. Glory to God on Tuesday night's Bible study, um, which will be March 8th. 2022. Um, there will be a message entitled change, and it is a prophetic word from the Lord about this very topic. He just wanted me to get on and just speak by his spirit and release some things prophetically. Hallelujah. And every one of you, um, who the word resonates with, I pray that you grab on to, onto it. And that is on, um, Tuesday, March 8th. Yes. So, um, but today, um, we are going to be talking about a new you. We are in a new season. I want to tell y'all this because this is all up in my mouth, okay? God is doing a new thing. God is changing so many things about you. Have you been able to look in the mirror and just see that you are not the same person you used to be? Have you been able to hear your conversations and hear that you are not talking the way you used to talk? God, hallelujah, is just creating and has created this new you, but he's going to bring you into this place of perfection where those things that you have been concerned about and believing God for and hoping for and wanting all of those things will flood your life and fall into your life. And we thank the Lord for his faithfulness. That's all by his spirit. And it's all just because he's so amazing, so wonderful, so great. Hallelujah. So um, we are in this season. In this season, we are becoming new. Okay, everyone, we are changing. And this is not because of our own doing. This is literally God's sovereign will. You know what the Bible says concerning um, the sons of Issachar, the tribe of Issachar, that they knew the times. They had knowledge of the times and what needed to be done, right? Well, that means that all times and seasons are not the same and things don't just happen in a happenstance kind of way, but things are strategic. And when we enter into specific and strategic seasons, there are specific and strategic things that will happen and that we need to know. And I want you to understand that we've entered into a season where God is making people over. God is renewing people. God is healing. Open doors. I just see doors open. Hallelujah. This is not the season for you to waver in your faith. You need to run through those doors screaming and hollering and thanking the Lord that the things that you did not think would happen, the season that you thought had passed you by, is staring you right in your face. Hallelujah. The doors are open. Hallelujah. Oh, Whew, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I just hear the Lord saying, tell them I've opened the doors for them because of their faithfulness to me. Hallelujah. God has seen every prayer that you've <laughs> 
Forgive me for laughing because some of you may not take this as serious as this thing is. But when I tell you God is going to, from everything to, to, from knocking your socks off to blow you away, all of that, God is going to do all of those things. You don't understand that God has seen and documented and been intricately involved in everything that you've done in his name. You don't understand that. You don't understand that every person that you've ever prayed for, every sacrifice that you've ever made and given, every change that you've um, made in your life, every word of encouragement and exhortation that you've spoken, every time you set yourself to seek the face of the Lord, every time you've fasted, every time you've diligently pursued God, the things that you... the. Every single thing, the things that you refuse to give up on, the people that you refuse to stop praying for and believing God for their salvation. Hallelujah. All of those things, God has seen every single thing, everything. And you don't understand the weight. God has seen your integrity. Hallelujah. To his word, to his will. You don't understand the weight of glory. And the weight of gifting that is falling into the earth realm for the people of God who have um, been abiding faithful to him and to the task, whatever it is. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If it's you getting up to pray, God has you getting up at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning uh, to seek his face. Hallelujah. Before you go to work and to seek his face before you start the day, all that stuff, God sees all of those things. Hallelujah. And scripture says he is not unrighteous to forget your good works in your labor of love. That means that it would be an unrighteous thing if God saw every single thing that you're doing and didn't at some point remember and reward you for it. And remember, we spoke about that word remember in regard to Hannah when God remembered her. Hallelujah. We know what that means. That means it was time for her to come into manifestation. It was time for her to be known and to be seen. Hallelujah. God always knew who she was. God always, he never forgot who she was, but there came a specific season in Hannah his life where it was time for manifestation of who she actually was. That barren woman, that crying woman, that taunted woman, that woman whose prayers went unanswered, that was not the real Hannah. But there came a time of remembrance where she actually stepped into who God said she was all along. Oh, y'all, this, I just feel this all in my spirit. And I pray that y'all feel it too, that God is changing things for you. This is a new season and it's not just a new, this is like a new spiritual territory or region, a geographical location that the people of God has, have stepped into. Hallelujah. This is a new place a new realm. This is a new realm of activity for us. God is changing things. Hallelujah. And he's changing you. It will be a whole new you. Lord, if I could just like scream and holler right now, I absolutely would. Oh God. But I'm going to get through this, 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 um, Monday's lesson. All right, y'all. All right, let's do this. Jesus, Lord, 
Lord have mercy. If you've been praying for something, you should be really excited right about now. If you've been fasting about something, you should be really excited right about now because our God remembers you. He hears you. Hallelujah. He feels you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Um, and as this new you, um, this topic of this new, a new you was given to me by the Holy Spirit. The Lord brought the cat the caterpillar to mind. Okay. We're going from crawling to flying. We're shedding old skin. We're dissolving that old muscle, that old source of strength that we used to have. Everything is going to become new. And so this process that the caterpillar goes through to become the butterfly is something that's called metamorphosis. And we've all heard that word and we understand what it means. I'm going to give you the technical, actual, literal definition of metamorphosis. It means a change of the form or nature of a thing or person into a completely different one by natural or supernatural means. Y'all, wait a minute. I'm going to say it again because this is just the regular definition of metamorphosis. But if that thing did not just preach in conjunction with what we're talking about from like Isaiah 43 and 19, it says whether it's by natural means or supernatural means, we are going to become a completely different person with a completely different form with a completely different nature. Those things that you are currently struggling with, those thoughts that are currently taunting you, the warfare you are currently experiencing, that is about to be old. And all things are about to become new. They're becoming new now. You are going through a metamorphosis, a change of the form or nature of who you are into a completely different person, whether it be by natural means or supernatural means, God is changing you. It doesn't look like it because it doesn't feel good, but we're going to dig into what happens to the caterpillar when it begins to go through this metamorphosis. Okay. First of all, what happens is the caterpillar, it's chewing on leaves. You know what I'm saying? It can eat a little bit of flowers or the seeds from those flowers. Hallelujah. But this caterpillar, what it ends up doing at a specific appointed season, because our changes are seasonal. Our metamorphosis does not happen when we say it should but it happens at God's appointed time. There's a season for us to be a part of this metamorphic um, change, metamorphic change. Yes. <laughs> and there is a season for God to create a whole new us, a whole new you. There's a season for that. So last year you weren't ready. The year before that you weren't ready either. Everything that you've gone through, every step that you've taken, every sacrifice that you've made, every time you've picked up that Bible, it was all leading you into this season. So the caterpillar finds a safe space for transition. That's number one. It finds a, a, a safe space to pupate. Okay. A lot of you have found yourself in places and in homes or living with relatives. Hallelujah. That you don't want. <laughs> Y'all got to understand how sovereign God is. Y'all have to understand the sovereignty of God. You think he doesn't know where you're placed? You think he doesn't know where he placed you? The thing is, we have to get out of our flesh and start seeing in the spirit and thinking in the spirit. 
the caterpillar finds a safe space for transition. It says, you know what? I feel, I can sense. Y'all don't let the caterpillar be more sensitive than the saints. Don't allow a caterpillar to be more sensitive to the seasons of change than the children of God are. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't y'all, don't do it. Don't do it. Mama kia tiolobo siarabahai. The caterpillar knows. It, it begins to sense that, you know what? <laughs> Things are changing for me. I'm not always going to be like this. I'm not always going to have this appetite. I'm not always going to have this form. I'm not always going to have this nature. I'm not always going to have these priorities. Mm. I'm not always going to have these predators. It's time. I can sense that it's time for me to change. It's time for me to transition from who I am now to who I was ultimately created to be. Mm. The caterpillar was never intended to be a caterpillar. It was not intended to stay rather a caterpillar. The caterpillar was created to be a butterfly. That caterpillar season is not the end all be all. That's not where it is. So the caterpillar knows I have to change. And in order for me to change, I have to find the appropriate location for transition. <sighs> Y'all. <laughs> I, I, I just. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, what we call a cocoon is actually a chrysalis and it is like a hard exoskeleton. Um, but guess what? This is not anything that, you know, comes from any type of outside um, conditions or anything like that. This chrysalis, this ability to, uh, to, for the, for the caterpillar to begin the changing process is right beneath the skin of the caterpillar, right within the caterpillar, just skin deep right there is the ability to begin that process of change. Y'all don't even understand that as soon as you stop looking around and trying to figure out why you can't have what you want and why you didn't get what you have been praying for and all that stuff. As soon as you realize that God has put you in a safe space for your transition, then you'll also realize that everything that you need to change is already in you. You're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. There's no mountaintop that you need to climb to. There's no guru. There's no Dalai Lama someplace that you need to go and find words of wisdom. The spirit of God, the kingdom of God is already in you. Everything that you need to change is right there. You haven't gone deep enough. Go a little deeper. Oh my goodness. I hope I'm not the only one excited about this. <laughs> Cause this is, I'm excited for y'all. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for your faithfulness to your children. Thank you for saving us, God. Hallelujah. 
Mm. That person you were in the world, that person who struggled. Nope. All things will become new. And whoever is concerned about your hair, I can't remember which episode it was, but I know I've, I remember mentioning it before. All things will become new. God has heard you even concerning your hair. Mm. So this ability for the caterpillar to begin its changing and its metamorphosis process, it's already inside of it. It doesn't need a tree to help it. It doesn't need its friend to help it. It doesn't need to call its mama. It doesn't need to ask its pastor. Okay, come on. Okay, just roll with me for descriptive purposes. I don't know. Maybe a caterpillar could have a pastor. I don't know. I would think not, but you don't know what goes on in that type of kingdom with the insects. You don't know. You do you? You don't know for sure. Come, did you did do you know where a caterpillar is on a Sunday morning? You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jesus knows though. Anyway, the caterpillar doesn't need to um to depend on anybody else. Hello? There's only but so far other people can get you. You have to have the will to change. Don't let the caterpillar have a stronger will than you. Are we preaching about the caterpillar today? <laughs> this is all Jesus. Um, I'm telling you, he said a new you and he brought to mind the caterpillar. Okay. All right. Let me, let me get Let me get into this lesson because Jesus and I have this thing with butterflies. Okay, I have this thing with butterflies. Jesus just supports me on this thing that I have with butterflies. And um, I love butterflies. I love flowers. I think they're super cute, okay? And um, um, the apartment that I had when I first moved to Raleigh, I had butterflies. Like, I made, like, little DIYs with, like, little... And I hot glue like, little butterflies onto... Not real ones, y'all. Of course, y'all know that. That was supposed to be funny. I hope y'all laughed. Um, but, you know, I had little butterfly pictures of butterflies and flowers and things like that. Um, throughout the apartment just because I love butterflies and the Lord began to bring me into a place where um, he's like the reason why you love the butterflies so much is because you're in that type of season of change now let me tell you something it's kind of like a slap in the face to find out that all this time that you thought you were cute and that you were doing something that you were really actually a caterpillar but it should give you some hope that to know that you're actually going through a process that's going to bring you into this place that God has always sanctioned for you. And so real is this butterfly thing that a sister in the Lord contacted me and said, hey, I want to send you um, a picture, pick one. And so I picked out this picture because I love butterflies and it has a, this huge butterfly on it with a, a very significant color for me in this season also. And attached to this picture is the, the scripture, Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Okay. And this is absolutely the thing. Um, if you're, if, if y'all feeling me with this, this, this comparison of where we are to what happens with the caterpillar and the butterfly, you have to understand that God has good plans for you and where you are and the way you are is not the way things will always be for you. God is going to change things for you. Amen. So the ability for the caterpillar to change is actually in the caterpillar all along. It just needed to be put in the right place with the right objective. You have to make sure that you have the objective that you know what God has separated me or God has put me in this place. 
I am going to use this place as the place where I begin my metamorphosis. We would like for the metamorphosis to happen overnight, right? But it doesn't, y'all. But after this caterpillar um, sheds its outer layer of skin and this exoskeleton appears, which is um, really a part of the, the caterpillar's um, body, there's this natural process that begins to take place inside of the chrysalis, okay? It's not the cocoon, inside of the chrysalis. And so um, there's this natural process that's taking place and nobody can really see it. Everybody doesn't really know what's going on. You may see a little movement of that chrysalis um, swinging back and forth on the tree branch or something like that, but you can't really see exactly what's going on in there. There are some things that God needs to change in you, and you may not even understand all of it, but God is going to separate you and do a very personal and intimate work where some of your struggles and things like that, God is going to handle those things behind closed doors. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's this natural process that begins when you begin to surrender. Hallelujah. To the process of transition and change. There is this natural process that begins. Okay. So let me tell you what happens to this caterpillar. Now that it's in the cocoon, what happens is the caterpillar literally liquefies. It actually, once it gets into this exoskeleton, once it gets into this chrysalis, various hormones are released and it causes this caterpillar to actually liquefy to the point where you would wonder, wait a minute, if it's turned into liquid, how does it, how does it come out with a different form? Well, let's talk about this. So this natural process of this hormonal release and these changes causes the caterpillar to liquefy. It destroys everything inside of this chrysalis. Everything is destroyed that the caterpillar once identified with. Listen to this. The only things that are left are the things that are completely necessary to the successful survival of the future butterfly. Wait a minute, y'all. If that is not preaching to you with the things that God is stripping from you and the things that God is causing you to sacrifice, the relationships that you have to walk away from. I'm going I'm, I'm to say this again. A natural process begins once this caterpillar is in its chrysalis, which destroys everything that the caterpillar once identified with. That means the caterpillar won't look the same. It does every, everything that the, used to identify this creature as a caterpillar is completely destroyed. Everything. The problem with a lot of us is that as God is trying to get us to let go of things, we're trying to hold on to those things. So we may even make it into our chrysalis process and we're like, wait, but don't destroy that. Let me hold on to it. Don't delay and hinder your own self. We could cast out demons of, de of delay and hindrance all we want. But a lot of us are the ones that's holding on to these old things and asking God to do a new thing. That's not how this works, beloved. Everything that the, that once identified this creature as a caterpillar is destroyed. Hallelujah. The only things left are the things that are completely necessary to the survival of the future butterfly. So this thing, this process is no longer about the caterpillar. That's it. That thing is old. That thing is done away with. Now the process becomes about the butterfly and what the butterfly needs. 
You're still trying to hold on to things that you needed in your caterpillar season. Yes, I just said that. Okay. <laughs> but God is trying to impart into you everything that you need for your butterfly season. He's trying to fix you up and build you up and give you this new infrastructure and way of functioning and thinking and surviving a new way of depending on him. Hallelujah. But a lot of us are still holding on to old things. How can all things become new when you're holding on to old things? So the only things that are left are the things that are completely necessary. We talking about the breathing tube. Like that's like, that's like it. Like, okay, we know the butterfly is going to need to breathe. We're not going to kill it. We're not going to kill this thing. We're just going to destroy everything but its ability to inhale and exhale. And then over the course of some days, yes, we want it to be overnight, but actually this is a, a process of um, a little over two weeks for the butterfly. For you, it might be a two-year process. I don't know. It's different for all of us. But over the course of some days, new features new functions and new capabilities develop, listen, which may seem useless during this chrysalis stage. Mm. New things begin to develop, new features, new functions, new capability while still in this exoskeleton. When nobody can see it, y'all got to hear the prophetic undertones to this. Because a lot of us are realizing like, oh my goodness, I have this gift. Wow, God really has called me to ministry. Wow, God is changing this aspect of my physical feature. God is really changing this aspect of who I am spiritually. And it's not something that everybody is aware of just yet. But you know within yourself, in your chrysalis, that God is doing a new thing in you. You look in the mirror, you're like, wait a minute. I don't look the same anymore. Wait a minute. I don't speak the same anymore. Hallelujah. God is preparing your mouth to preach the gospel. New functions, new capability. Then and these things begin to develop, which may seem useless during the chrysalis stage. You find yourself preaching to your friends on the phone like, oops. Excuse me, girl, I just went off, didn't I? Don't even realize that God has given you an anointing to go and preach that gospel, just like he commanded all of his disciples to do. And you're saying, well, I'm just in this place where I don't really see how this can be utilized. Just wait for it because you won't always be in the place that you're in now. So in this space, when you're going through all of these changes and things are being destroyed in your life and things are being stripped from you, you start realizing you have certain passions and you start having these prophetic dreams and God put people in your path who say, can you pray for me? I need healing. Hallelujah. And you see them healed and you're wondering why am I able to do all these things in this chrysalis stage? You develop certain specific functions and features and capabilities that seem useless during this specific stage. But these features, these functions, and these capabilities are for the next season of this future butterfly's life. Okay? 
It's not about who you are today. It's about who you're going to be tomorrow. But let me tell you what the most interesting thing about this chrysalis stage to me was, okay? The most interesting fact is that there are specific components, listen to this, lying dormant within the caterpillar. This caterpillar's entire existence is just sliding around, creeping out Tiffany with the way it wiggles its little body through the woods, okay? Looking strange to her. I could, ugh. I'm not a squeamish person, but the way them things sometimes be like the way their bodies go up and down and all that stuff, that to me is threatening. I'm not scared of it or nothing, but I don't necessarily need to watch it crawl because it looks strange, incredibly strange. It within that thing that's just sliding all over the place, right? There are specific components. Mm lying dormant some glorious things that are inside of that strange looking little thing that can only crawl there are some glorious supernatural components within that thing that are dormant okay dormant not moving not active not known not seen but these things Listen to when they become active. These things become active when all the unnecessary things are destroyed. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. These things that are within this caterpillar become active. These specific components, they're called disc. They become active when all that unnecessary stuff is destroyed. Now, what do these things become active to do? These dormant components become active to build and form the butterfly. Okay. So this liquefied little pieces of whatever in there and it's developing these little features, things are being taken away. Certain functions, certain capabilities are being poured into this strange little creature, right? And it's inside of this chrysalis state. And it's why does it even have this? Why does it need those? What is the point of that? But as soon as everything that doesn't need to be there anymore for the butterfly to, to emerge, right? The everything that the butterfly doesn't need when all those things are destroyed and gone, these discs that were lying dormant in the caterpillar they be they activate and what they start doing is they start building and forming wings and they start building and forming antennas they start building and forming the butterfly within you even in your lowest state is lying dormant every single thing necessary for you to become the person who God has called you to be. Sometimes you may see glimpses of it in your dreams. Sometimes you may feel it in your spirit. Sometimes you may fantasize about it. Sometimes you may hear prophetic words concerning it. It's lying dormant in you. And it only activates to build and to form you into that person God has ultimately created you to be. The only time it's going to activate is when you allow all those old things to be destroyed. Mm. 
You got to let it go. You got to let it go. You got to let it go, whatever it is. Once the building process is complete, the caterpillar is no longer identifiable as such. Where did the caterpillar go? It literally doesn't even exist anymore. It no longer meets any requirements to be considered an actual caterpillar. It's a completely different creature. It is officially a completely new creature with a new name called a butterfly. It is already knowledgeable because of every impartation and everything that was um, um, developed within it during that chrysalis stage. It is already knowledgeable in how to be what it now is. So it doesn't have to take flying lessons. Nobody has to teach it how to suck nectar out of a flower anymore. We're used to just eat the leaves. Now it already knows. It already has its senses exercised to know, hallelujah, how to find what it needs. It flies out of the chrysalis. It doesn't try to nibble on leaves. All right. It's not trying to crawl no more. It goes out flying. It doesn't go out nibbling anymore. It goes out looking. It goes straight for the nectar. One thing that is so important, though, about this butterfly is that it actually still remembers the caterpillar stage of its existence. Come on. It remembers where it came from. When you become who God has created you to be, I want you to understand that the most glorious part is the fact that he brought you from such a low state into this high state. And don't you ever forget what God has done for you and where God has brought you from. And don't you ever be ashamed to tell your testimony. If the butterfly still remembers, come on, you need to remember. And matter, as a matter of fact, the apostle uh, Peter says, listen, anybody who is lacking certain Christian character, we went over this um, in one of our studies, they have forgotten that they were purged from their own sins, their old sins. This means that a part of us operating in the fullness of excellence, maintaining that good character means that we remember who we used to be. The butterfly remembers what it used to be. It still remembers the caterpillar stage of its existence. But listen to this. Once this change is complete, it is scientifically and biologically impossible for it to ever return to its former state of existence. I want to give you this prophetic word that the things that God is about to do for you and the thing that God is about to do in you is permanent. You don't ever have to worry about struggling with it again, fighting with it again, being ignorant about it again, going back to that person again, doing those things again. You never have to worry about struggling with addiction again. You never have to worry about struggling with porn and masturbation again. You, It's over. It would be absolutely impossible for you to ever return to the former state if you go through this process the right way. You are completely new. Those things, you're incapable. You can't do them anymore. You can't go back to it anymore. Don't you be afraid to become that butterfly. Don't you be afraid to change thinking that it won't last. The devil is a liar. The work that God is doing in you, and for some of us, that's why it's taking so long. <laughs> because we are going through a process, and when this process is complete, we will never be the same again. God is changing you. 
God is causing you to become a new you. Hallelujah. And I rejoice in the Lord for it. So if you want to know what's going on in your life, this is what's going on. God is changing you. God is causing you to become a completely new person. And so I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, who in scripture models this, this butterfly um, scenario where, you know, they are just completely new. They don't look the same. We see them as their former selves. And we realize that, wow, they are, <laughs> they're completely different. Although this person never forgets where they came from. And, um, they are everything that they used to be, even though it's completely changed, it somehow has contributed it to who they are. And that person that, um, or who they were, that person that the Lord brought to mind was Paul. So we're going to talk about Paul on Thursday and, um, we're going to see what the Lord is saying about him and, um, how his life is a mirror to this, this chrysalis season. Okay. So, um, and of course the, the emerging butterfly, amen. So I love y'all and I'm going to pray this out. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for speaking to us. We thank you, God, for declaring things over us, sending those prophetic um, words and messages for us, for our household in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you, God. We're hungry for you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for giving us understanding and knowledge, just using something um, as what we would consider as small as a caterpillar um, going through a metamorphosis and coming becoming a butterfly. Thank you, Lord, for bringing out your sovereign wisdom in that process. We thank you, God, that if we look with our spiritual eyes, everything in this world declares your glory. Everything. Hallelujah. From the caterpillar to the ant, to the clouds, to the wind. Hallelujah. That blows through the trees. Thank you, Jesus. All of it declares your glory. And we thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus name that we pray. Amen. Amen. God is so awesome. And, um, we love him. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Oh, I'm gonna keep going on Thursday though. All right. So meet me back here on Thursday at 5am. Bye y'all.